significant is he admitted his role in preparing documents that at the time he could acknowledge were false documents. He um, admitted to a conspiracy to commit the filing of false documents. But I want to be clear about something. He did not implicate anyone else. And listen, Ken Chesborough is not interested in defending anyone. You know, I, I've read, oh, he's defending Trump. He's not interested in defending Trump, anyone, but he's also didn't implicate anyone. He implicated himself. And now a part of his plea deal is if he is called to testify, he will testify truthfully. And I can tell you, he absolutely will. However, Frederica, I don't think that's a guarantee that he will be called. And personally, I don't see how his testimony hurts Donald Trump. But if he is called to testify for the state, he'll call. He'll come testify for the state. And Frederica, if he's called to testify by my friend Steve Sadow, who represents Donald Trump, then he will testify for Donald Trump or whoever else calls him to testify. And he's just going to come tell the truth. And whatever side, if they that helps them, then that's up to them. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. I got to shove back hard against Ken Chesbro's lawyer, Scott Grubman, who just did the clip you just saw, said it's no big deal that his client pled guilty in Georgia against Donald Trump. He only pled guilty to a, a smaller conspiracy involving the fake elector certificates, which Donald Trump is also a co-conspirator of. Uh, he didn't plead guilty to the bigger conspiracy of the racketeering influence corrupt organization, RICO conspiracy. And uh, oh, and by the way, as an aside, my client never believed that Donald Trump won the election. Uh, he, uh, he always believed that Joe Biden won the election. All right, let me unpack all of that and explain why it's a much bigger deal than, than this lawyer is trying to uh, to do his best to minimize in Ken Chesbro, his client, cooperating with the, with the uh, prosecutors, not just here, but ultimately, obviously, in the District of Columbia as well. Firstly, what you plead to and what you have to do and what uh, topics you have to discuss with the prosecutor in your fulsome cooperation are two completely different things. Just because he only pled to one felony count, he was charged with over seven felony counts, and just because that one felony count only dealt with, and I put that in quotes, only dealt with the fake electoral certificates that he helped devise the strategy of as the architect, that doesn't mean that's the limit of what his testimony is going to be or the limit of his cooperation with the Georgia prosecutors. Ken Chesbro is going to testify at length about everything, including being a witness for the felony count that he didn't plead guilty to, which is the RICO conspiracy. He can still be a witness for that. He'll talk about his interactions with John Eastman, indicted, the other constitutional law scholar, I put that word in quotes, working with Donald Trump's team to devise the fake elector, uh, alternate elector scheme in which electors in seven battleground states would certify the election for Donald Trump, not Joe Biden, who won by their state popular vote, and then deliver those phony certificates to the National Archive, to the court system, and to Mike Pence in a pressure campaign to try to get either Mike Pence to recognize the phony certificates and declare the election for Donald Trump, or just say, I can't figure it out and pound his head. It's so complicated. We'll turn it over to the states and let the state picked Donald Trump as the president, which, which happened back in the 1800s. So, so there's no limit because of what he pled. That is the, that, is the, that is the implication 
that uh, Scott Grubman in that clip, that two-second clip, leaves. That's the impression he leaves with the American people that, well, he's only gonna he's only gonna give testimony about the fake electors, not the broader scheme. Wrong. He's going to have to testify truthfully and cooperate fulsomely with the Georgia prosecutors, ultimately with Jack Smith and the D.C. federal election prosecutors about everything related to Donald Trump and everything he has seen, heard with his five senses that he knows, every document he has. And and now we're going to go to the attorney-client privilege documents. He has a group of attorney-client privileged documents. They're in the thousands. They rep, they're in emails. They're in memos. They're in correspondence. Could go all the way up to Donald Trump, if not the person right next to Donald Trump. And they are now going to be not covered by a privilege because there is a fraud crime or crime fraud exception to the attorney-client privilege. If the lawyer or the client participated in a crime or fraud, all of those emails are fair game and the privilege gets stripped. The lawyer just pled guilty to a crime. That sort of solves for that problem. That's over. <laughs> Those documents are the product of crime fraud exception, and therefore the uh, prosecutors are going to get their hands on it. That's one. Two, uh, there's no limit to the topics. He's not. It's not like the uh, the defense can stand up and say, "Well, Mister Mister Chesbro, you you pled guilty to to only count fifteen, but you're here testifying. It sounds like on count nine. Uh, objection, Judge. Uh, witness not qualified. That's not how that works. The witness can testify as a lay witness about everything they observed and everything they participated in, regardless of what their plea deal is. So that's something I want to uncouple. Right? Some people, oh, he only pled to a felony on one count, count 15, false submission of writings, which is the electoral certificates. Oh, Sidney Powell, his other Trumper lawyer who also took a plea deal the day before, she pled to a misdemeanor. Doesn't matter. It's their testimony. It is their knowledge. It is their documents. It is the destruction of the attorney-client privilege and the Uh, for Donald Trump and taking those documents that matters. I like knowing exactly where my meat comes from. And with Moink, that place is from small family farms all across the country. You can help save the family farm and get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the Moink movement today. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. Moink farmers farm like our grandparents did. And as a result, Moink meat tastes like it should, because the family farm does it better. The Moink difference is a difference you can taste and you can feel good knowing you're helping family farms stay financially independent too. You choose the meat delivered in every box, like ribeyes to chicken breasts to pork chops to salmon fillets and much more. Plus, you can cancel any time. Moink is helping save rural America. I love it, and you will too. Join the Moink movement today. Shark Tank host Kevin O'Leary called Moink's bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted. And Ring Doorbell founder Jamie Siminoff, he jumped at the chance to invest in Moink. Plus, they guarantee that you'll say, oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got Moinked. I know I do, and you will too. Keep American farming going by signing up 
at moinkbox.com slash legalaf right now. And listeners of this show get free ground beef for a year. That's one year of the best ground beef you'll ever taste, but for only a limited time. Spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com slash legalaf. That's moinkbox.com slash legalaf. So don't be fooled by Chesbro trying to undercut uh, what his client just did so he doesn't get doxxed and attacked by the Trump supporters, by Donald Trump himself, try to get the guy out of harm's way and say, oh, he, he didn't do anything wrong. He's just going to tell the truth. And, and he, he, he always believed that Joe Biden won anyway. That is also a devastating admission, if true. And I assume it's true. Otherwise, the lawyer wouldn't have said it on, on the show. So the whole time that Ken Chesbro was devising the fake elector scheme and Donald Trump was adopting it, he never believed that Donald, that, that, that Joe Biden lost. He never believed that, that, that Donald Trump, his client, won. And so I want to hear about now the conversations involving Donald Trump that Ken Chesbro can report on in which he acknowledges that he lost the election because that's where that's going. And that, therefore, destroys any argument by Donald Trump that he didn't have the criminal intent or criminal mind to commit the crime. That's what keeps prosecutors up at night, proving criminal mind, because you got to prove it with external objective uh, evidence. And so here you got a piece of it. If Ken Chesbro didn't believe that Donald Trump won, what is he going to say about Donald Trump's reasonable belief and subjective belief? We all know he's been a phony about it, that Donald Trump at the time said, I can't believe I lost that guy. And he said it on at least two other occasions. But ever since, including in recent rallies, Donald Trump gets up and says the election was rigged. I didn't lose fair and square and all of that. So Ken Chesbro, really, really important on that issue and the destruction of the attorney-client privilege. And lastly, related to the attorney-client privilege, the um, plea deals, turning states' evidence, turning witnesses for the prosecution by these Trump lawyers destroys once and for all any attempt by Donald Trump to use the uh, reliance on advice of counsel defense, which in the District of Columbia can be used if it's appropriate, the evidence supports it, to undermine intent, criminal intent. You can say, I didn't have the criminal intent. I couldn't have formed the criminal intent because I was relying on the advice, the re reasonably relying on the advice of counsel. Of course, to get that, the elements of that are you have to give all the information to your lawyers. You can't hold anything back. They have to give you back their advice and you have to follow that advice in good faith, believing believing the information you give them is true and believing the advice is true as a result. And if you don't, you can't use it. It's very hard to use, uh, nay say impossible, to use uh, the advice of counsel defense when all of your counsel have been in indicted and two of them have already pled guilty to crimes related to their representation of you. So when you have Sidney Powell and Ken Chesbro, uh, who are who are now convicted criminals, and you have the other indicted lawyers for Donald Trump that he relied on, John Eastman, Jenna Ellis, Rudy Giuliani, also indicted, or if they're not, if they're indicted in Georgia for sure, and they're listed as unindicted co-conspirators in D.C. Very difficult to tell a jury that you relied on indicted criminal lawyers for your um, defense. Very difficult. That's the other ramification. Scott Grubman, the lawyer for um, Ken Chesbro, doesn't want to talk about it in that in that two minute or three minute clip soundbite 
which I assume thinks it'll help his career. So that's what I want to push back against because you're going to hear all sorts of things in the in the uh, metaverse, right, in the world about it wasn't so bad. Ken Chesbro, you know, I've heard people even say, well, the um, information that Sidney Powell must be giving must not be that great because, uh, uh, or, or I'm sorry, flip it. The information that Ken Chesbro must not be that great because he's he had to plead guilty to a felony. And it must have been really great from, from Powell. Uh, and so they gave her the benefit of a misdemeanor. I don't think that's how that worked. I think that Ken Chesbro, the only opportunity, the only thing he could plead to was a felony. And if he gave him, they gave him the probation he wanted, but he had to take the felony deal. He also waited longer than the others, even if by a day. And I don't think it's a reflection of the quality of the information that he'll be giving. Uh, what deal he got. This is the best deal his lawyer was able to negotiate. And if after five years, he is a good boy in colors within the lines because he's a first offender under George's program, he's going to be able to have that felony come off his record. He'll never have it uh, be disclosed. It'll be expunged. Now he's going to have to deal with his bar license and telling his bar regulators that he's got now a felony conviction subject to the first time offender expungement. Uh, same thing with Sidney Powell with her misdemeanor in Texas. But, you know, he's he was likely to lose and go to jail for a long time in, in uh, Georgia. And that's why he took the deal. So here I'm trying to explain uh, in this hot take why if you only listen to Scott Grubman, you'd think it was not a big deal that Ken Chesborough just testified. But if when you unpack it and the many layers that Ken Chesborough didn't believe that Donald Trump won the election. His conversations with Donald Trump, the attorney-client privileged documents that will now come flying out and being given to the prosecutors because of the crime fraud exception and so on. And the fact that he will testify about things that go beyond the actual felony count that he charged to, count 15. Now you see why We've been so breathless about the back-to-back -back plea deals obtained by Fawny Willis, their impact in her case on the other co-conspirators. There's still 16 remaining uh, for now. The trial of Donald Trump, which is likely to happen much sooner now, and what happens in the federal election case with Jack Smith. We'll keep reporting it on the Midas Touch Network on this YouTube channel, right where you're watching. Don't change the dial. And on hot takes like this one that I do about every day, if not every hour. You can give me a thumbs up, leave a comment. It helps with the ratings. Watch me on Wednesdays and Saturdays on Legal AF, the leading podcast at the intersection of law, politics, and justice right here on the Midas Touch Network. Free subscribe, help them get to 2 million free subscribers because the larger they get, the more your voice is heard. Until my next hot take, until my next Legal AF, this is Michael Popak reporting. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.